Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the coach of the Sturt Football Club, Nathan Grimer, and uh, it's exciting times because we've now got a return to play date in the Sandful Statewide Super League, being June 27. Nathan, uh, must be nice to know that you've got something to aim at now. Yeah, how are you, Zach? Firstly, thanks for the chat, mate, and the fact we're having this chat's got me excited because it means we're actually getting back to, to something we love, and that's and that's to play footy. So I'm uh, really grateful that the Sanford have been able to get a season together, 14 games, um, you know, a genuine year, play everyone twice. Um, I think they've handled it as well as they can, and our guys are super keen uh, in all our grades and our women's team to get back into it. And Yeah, we're, we're very excited, mate, and counting down the days. And no doubt the players would be a little bit excited uh, knowing that the first two rounds at least are on the hallowed turf of Adelaide Oval. And I reckon that's a, a really nice reward. Well, there'll be no crowd there, but what a experience for the guys to run around on that deck, um, particularly given that they've decided to play for no pay this year. Yeah, it's, it's great. And I think, as you said, um, you know, any guy, that, especially guys that wouldn't have experienced much AFL footy, to actually get onto an AFL venue whether there's a crowd or not, um, is something they really appreciate. You know, the whole, you know, driving in, parking under the ground, um, warming up in an AFL-sized change room, running under the mm. ground. I think it's things that when you've played footy, you probably take for granted. And when I was a young kid aspiring to get to that level, playing a grand final at um, the old football park, um, yeah. you know, it was the first time I'd been on a ground like that. And I know these guys love that opportunity with Adelaide Oval. It's going to be... Uh, a fast-paced game, and I reckon a few will be going up and down on the spot pretty quick. But <laughs> it's been a really good intro to, to, to our training with our guys, and really, you know, here at Only we play on a really small ground, so they're actually be able to say to the boys, you know, we're playing on Adelaide Oval, it's locked in, you get need to be able to cover the ground, um, you know, we need to be fit, obviously, um, without saying. It's just, yeah, it's a really good intro into, into the season, and uh, the guys that are lucky enough to get an opportunity in the, in the 22 uh, will definitely be... Uh, very grateful, I think, to mm. get back playing on a good ground. And um, yeah, here at only, you know, we're on a small ground. It's you know, it's been a pretty wet period, and it gets pretty heavy pretty quick. So it's going to be an exciting brand of footy, I feel. Yeah, definitely something to look forward to. And you touched on fitness there. Um, since you've come back on the track, obviously had about uh, two weeks of solid work in the groups of 10 and um, now um, we've switched over to the groups of 20. Um, how was the group of 10 top type work for you, Nath? Was that a bit challenging with drawing up some um, some uh, drills and the like uh, for that? Because it's obviously not what you're used to. Yeah, it was, I guess, logistically, uh, yeah, especially here, here at Only, you know, we had our women's team return, our, our under-18 boys team and, and reserves like everyone else and I think the hard thing is just trying to get so many people through the oval. Um, you know, mm. in rotations of 10, you'd have 30 on there at any one time. So we elected as a senior team to only train twice a week through that first period and give the guys an optional top-up on the weekend. And um, the reason behind that was we wanted to train with really good intent. The Knights were here. Uh, obviously, everyone would know that a lot of support staff and uh, assistant coaches and the like will be doing it for the love of the game now. And I was really mm. mindful not to stretch their workload and... Um, yeah, I think out of 60 guys, we've had 59 come back. We don't have anyone in rehab apart from guys that are obviously out for the year. Sam Smith with a knee reconstruction, Tommy Emmett with a, a torn Achilles. So, you know, it's given the guys a really good chance to get their bodies refreshed and, and good to go. And 
we you know we just ran sessions from four thirty through to about seven thirty. We'd finish or a bit later, and yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're really good sessions. And and you know the boys just love their footy here at Sturt, like all clubs, and mm. uh, they were just itching to get back out and, and kick a footy. I think so. It actually ran really well, but to progress last night or this week, sorry, to be able to play, you know, to have twenty on the ground is you know yeah. contact made it a bit more uh, a bit more real. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, what did that enable you to do um, this week when you went back to the groups of 20? Uh, to be honest, mate, it was very similar to training in pre-season. I know every coach probably has the same uh, dilemmas when you start a pre-season with you know, up to 70-odd guys. We're at about 60 now. You, you generally have to rotate in groups of 20 as it is anyway um, mm. just to get everyone through the oval. So, um, you know, like it, it probably felt no different to a, a real high-end uh, you know, a pre-season session where you can have some guys doing different things. We can do half-ground match play. Um, yep. Probably the big thing for all coaches is just protecting your players against injury. So that's been our, probably our biggest focus with our training is uh, getting guys to fatigue, getting guys to train under fatigue and now intro to contact. That the sooner we can get to 18 v 18 at training, obviously that's a decision for health authorities and, and, the, and government, but the sooner mm. we can do that would be obviously happier to protect our players a bit more against injury. But, yeah, even just doing half-ground match play 10-on-10 10 10 last night, it was, um, you know, it was probably as well as we've, we've actually done that, even though their first night back, because we've been able to split our groups into, you know, what you'd probably feel your better group. And then, you know, the mm-hmm. next bracket of players are really banging on the door to get into that group. So they're training, like, you know, really um, with the right attitude to come into that next group. And then mm-hmm. our younger guys in probably their first pre-season. So, yeah, yep. everyone's trying to... You know, be competitive for spots, knowing there's no not going to be any trial trial matches. So yeah, yeah. Mate, it was it was good, buddy. Uh, been a very uncertain time in terms of uh, what was going to happen, and uh, one of the uncertain things which I don't think you would have predicted happen is that Aiden Johnson give you a phone call and say, "Hey, can I still play at the Sturt Footy Club?" Is that how it unfolded? Yeah, so we got quite close to signing uh, Aiden at the end of last season uh, mm. he was probably the last player with our recruit we had a bit of a philosophy with recruiting last year we had a lot of we had seven premiership players leave the club through the last 12 months which is definitely sad when you see great people leave your club but we sort of went with a philosophy around and plus on top of that Daniel Pierce who played yep. almost 300 field games we were really keen to bring in guys 22, 23 or younger, ideally guys that hadn't played AFL footy, um, you know, or, or a little amount of AFL footy to still have that hunger burning to 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 push this group forward. No different to, I guess, what, you know, Aidan Riley did when he first came to the club, Sam Calhoun, those mm. guys that are, still have a point to prove. Uh, mm. And, of course, you're going to take quality players when they come, but I saw Aidan as a kid that was... He lifted after four years, 12 games, kicked goals in, in most of his games of AFL footy, um, plays a niche role, a really tough role, anyone at AFL level that would have played that half-forward role, it can be a pretty unrewarding role, and we thought as a club that he'd be a great fit with his speed and tackle pressure and, and, uh, and already being in SA, and he, mm-hmm. we got pretty close to signing him, but he wanted to get back to his hometown of Victoria, he's an Echuca boy, but wanted to be in Victoria, and... Um, and wanted to, he got a really good offer actually to be the sort of marquee signing at Richmond VFL, similar yep. to what I guess Port and, and Adelaide do here with their marquees. Mm-hmm. And that's to be back in an AFL system is a bit of a carrot for some guys, I think, that, that want to be in that. But yeah, I was at training their first night back. Yeah, and I had I had a text from, from AJ just saying, hey, would, would it be possible? Would it give me a call about coming to play at Sturt? Richmond have pulled out. They're happy for me to, to try and. You know, continue my career, which is great, obviously, mm. on Richmond's behalf, not to, to hold him out or anything, which, yeah. which you'd expect. And 
Well, actually, first thing I sort of said to him was, well, the boys are playing for free, mate, but, yeah, if you want me to chat, yeah, you can yeah. have a call. And he just said, um, I, want to, I want to do anything I can to, to progress my career and I'm willing to get my car tomorrow and come back. So wow. I was like, wow. So mm. I just told him to pump the brakes a little because at that stage we thought we'd had a season, but, but we did, and he was going to go and resign from his job the next day, actually. <laughs> and I was like, um, you might just want to settle there, AJ, because... I just need to quickly make some calls to, to Matty Dolding and the staff. I'll just mm. confirm what we all think that we'll be playing because I'd last time to see a young kid quit his job and get yeah. his car and head across. And, yeah, and I know he spoke to a couple of other clubs and, um, yeah, I know on the outside when you're bringing in young guys like that, people would automatically assume, you know, how are you actually recruiting someone mm. for free? But I think people forget, you know, and we've all been there as young players, when you're 21 or 22 and you aspire to be back in the AFL or you aspire to be the best you can be, money's not the only key factor mm. for a lot of these guys. It only becomes a factor when you've got three or four clubs offering you money because that's how it usually works when you recruit players. But but when there's no money and you still want to put your best foot forward, mm. um, he got in his car a week later. His boss, was his other job was brilliant. He understood his, his passion for the game. He's over here in isolation. He's back with his old host family for a couple of weeks, yep. which was great of them to take him on. And he's suspended for round one, but he'll get 13 weeks of opportunity to, to hopefully make our club better um, yep. in his standards and his attitude. And also, hopefully, we can make uh, him better and reward him for, for his, uh, I guess, blind faith in us to come over with a no pay. So mm. he'll be a great fit. Um, yeah, hopefully, we can convince him that that Adelaide's the place for him to stay. He's been mm. here for four years prior. And, um, yeah, but he's, he's good. And yep. that offsets a loss of uh, a big Joshy Pachulo. Yeah. Completely different players, but what offsets, I guess, a loss of a quality top-line player in, in, in Josh as well. Yeah, so uh, with Josh, um, uh, obviously he's from country Victoria. He's just headed back home and decided to stay there. Yeah, he's a great kid, Josh. You know, he's come over here last year as, you know, seven VFL games. Marty had actually put some time into recruiting him the week year before, mm. so I'd like to take the credit for that. But that was Marty's doing. He come here and he ended up leading the comp in contested marks. He's mm. been aggressive and he's gone back home. He's got triplet brothers, which is pretty rare. They're a really close knit <laughs> bunch. Um, so he's been back at home. All four boys, mum and dad, um, on the farm. They've got a dairy farm in Gippsland, and he's got a partner. He's got a girlfriend there. That um, yeah, and. Yeah, it's, we don't begrudge Joshy at all. His parents and his girlfriend couldn't visit him without quarantining. At yep. that stage, when you made that decision, we didn't have a start date yep. or a finish date. Um, it's funny, he's a, I rate Josh as a really good player. I think he's got AFL attributes, but he's one of those kids that probably doesn't have the, the confidence in his own ability that I do. And I think my disappointment now is that hopefully he hasn't missed an opportunity to, to progress to the next level, but he's mm. content and... Um, the boys love love him. The other thing as well was when he went back, he gave up his rental property like a lot of the guys from interstate. So, mm-hmm. you know, to come back and just bunk in with other players, it sounds all good in theory, but he's a really respectful kid and probably doesn't want to overstep the mark of just crashing with people at their house and that, which mm. the boys loved him. But, um, yeah, I'm sad we won't see Josh this year, but mm. maybe next year we get him back. Yeah, and the other one to have an ambition, Hamish Latchford, obviously uh, played uh, quite a few games for Adelaide State League team last year, and uh, he may well help you with um, filling that and restructuring that back line. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a nice kid, Hamish. I haven't had a lot to do with him, but when we realised that the Adelaide top-up boys could, 
could continue their career at other clubs. Matt Merritt and Hamish Latcher were the two names that everyone kept saying that, you know, that we need to speak to these kids. And not, well, not kids for Matty's a bit older, but yeah, we spoke to both those boys. Matty was a great kid, a great fella, actually. And uh, he actually signed on with his old club in Glenelg, and we, we wished him all the best. But then Hamish was the other guy. I spoke to Heath Uni, who, who really rated him uh, and what he could bring. He had a nasty hamstring injury last year, which ruined the back mm. end of his year. But. Prior to that, he had some really good games. I think the game against us here in round one, he had 15 and kicked a goal from half-back. He had a good game yep. against, I think, Woodville, where he's had 10 or 11 rebound 50s playing at half-back. And yep. I think credit to Heath, actually. You know, He's really sad to, to not be coaching his boys this year. and He's done a great job with his recruiting and, and actually got some guys to AFL level. But he actually wanted to make sure that he didn't you know, give up on his dream to progress either and, mm. and you know, his sort of message to me was I'd rather him be playing at Sturt or another Sample club than back at local footy because generally if you go back to local footy it becomes really hard to then come back the next yeah, year. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, credit to Heath for, for trying to get his boys, all his boys to clubs mm. in the right manner and he's fitting really well. He's really good mates with a couple of our boys from his PAC days and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he'll be a guy that will work hard for position and hopefully we see him at senior level. Yeah. Um, at our club this year, which I'm sure we will. And I touched on the backline structure there. Obviously, it's a key focus point for you, having lost uh, the two Jack Odie medalists and premiership players in Fraser Evans and Jack Stevens to retirement. And um, obviously, you touched on earlier Sam Smith with that a very unfortunate ACL injury. You'd brought a key defender down from Northern Territory and um, disappointing for him. So um, how is that backline structure shaping up, Nate? Yeah, and I, yeah, and Ruin Gilfoy who played in two premierships as well, mm. who, who who sort of lost the passion last year, and, and went to the Hills Comp. So, you know, our last two premierships uh, under Marty, our three key defenders are now no longer at the club. But Luke Edmonds is is a guy that played fourteen or fifteen games last year, and I actually think he's got elite attributes. Uh, he's rarely beaten, and and he deserves his chance to be our main key defender. And we. We were lucky enough through big, having Big Mike here, who's one of my best mates. One well, kid is an assistant. His brother, yep. Sam, had, uh, had had a really good year back at Glenunga after playing around 30 games to North previously as that a junior club. Um, and, yeah, I was, with the injury to Sammy, as sad as it was, we had to, we had to get some coverage there, we felt, um, as you said, due to those retirements. And, and yeah, and we got Sam to the club. Uh, he's super keen to have another crack at State League footy. Um mm-hmm. Underneath that, we've got a young guy, Will Coombless, who's mm-hmm. probably better suited to third tall, but can play tall and small, who's he's ready to go as well, you know, when and if we need him, whether that be round one or, or beyond. He's, he's someone that's going to play a lot of footy for the club. And then under that, we've got another group of some really good young guys um, as well that we think can play senior footy. And, and that's why I've had the Matt Merritt, because I thought he had a great year at Adelaide as a key defender as well, and it's so hard mm. to find. It's just hard to find genuine key position yeah. players. Um, so he'd rather have too many uh, than yeah. not enough. But we're, yeah, we're, we're really happy with our back group. We might play a touch small this year. So we've got Dean Gore yep. back who will play off half-back. We're going to trial Jordy uh, Houlihan at half-back after okay. playing a lot of footy at, at half-forward. We want to see what he's, you know, he's going to set marking and, and kicking something we want to see a bit of. Um, yep. uh, Rory Ilman is a kid that played eight games and unfortunately his hamstring the week of the final last year missed out and then uh, and obviously Guy Page is a, probably the best small back in the comp there for a, for a long period is someone that's come back and uh, from a nasty broken or low lower limb injury last year and so mm-hmm. this competition for spots is going to be pretty competitive in our back half 
Yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing that unfold. And just for finally, before we let you go, Nath, um, just in terms of youngsters-wise, uh, who's impressed you since they've sort of returned and looked after themselves over the extended break and really push up and play some league footy? I know uh, one we're definitely all excited to see out there is Tommy Lewis. Yeah, it's always hard when you get asked these questions, Zach, because I know the boys <laughs> listen to these, and if you don't mention them, so <laughs> I'll give you Voss Trenorden, Coombless Lewis, Renato, I'll just yeah. read off the sheet, you, mate. But reality, I've got, I'm just looking at this here, Casey Voss played one game yep. last year, he's a beautiful kick reader going, and Trenorden hasn't played, had a great pre-season, Jed McEntee, um, Macaulay Lekowiak played two games last year, kicked, I think 40 goals in our reserves, yeah. um, Joshy Shute hasn't debuted yet, but nearly got drafted last mm. year. He can clearly play. Um, uh, yeah, you said Tommy Lewis off a knee. But the thing is, and the hard part is to manage the disappointment of these yep. guys that know they're not going to get a crack every week. And it's great that they've got self-belief that they should play senior footy. But, you know, we've got Zane Kirkwood, Battersby, Calhoun running around in the midfield. Joel Tealy's had an unbelievable pre-season and will get first opportunity in there after not getting a game last year at all. But he's mm. come back uh, in super shape and he'll, he'll get first crack at that spot because he deserves it. But okay. we've got a whole group of young guys here. Um, we're really fortunate. They're all local boys and they just absolutely love the club. Um, they, they do so much work away from the group and, you know, and they're always together off-field enjoying themselves and Mm. I'm really fortunate to be a coach of a team where you know we do have so much, so many guys have come to our development programs that actually genuinely love the place. So mm. um, yeah, as I said, just managing their disappointment is is the toughest part, I guess, as a coach when they want to play senior footy and their parents think they should play senior yeah. footy. Because we've got a few of those here, and he's uh, just trying to be open and honest with your feedback as to where they are and why they're not getting a game and. Yeah. Um, another guy we got actually that that will be definitely worth watching is Ash Johnson, who was okay. an Adelaide top up last year. Yep. Um, we signed himself and Jai Farrell before Jai went off to the Gold Coast, and he's a, a mobile key forward um, from Halls Creek as well. And he's uh, he's a, he's going to be a super talent. Um, if he continues to work hard, he'll get opportunity at some stage in the year to show what he's capable of as well. Okay, excellent. Look forward to seeing him run out in the so double block. Hopefully, hopefully I've named every player. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're not far <laughs> off, no. I've but... got a list here. I'm just checking, quickly scanning it. <laughs> I'll get a, the trouble is, I'll get a text message from someone. From someone. Yeah. You know, it's, a different, it's a very fickle uh, generation these days. So when I was yeah. a kid, if you didn't get a game, you just put your head down and went to work. Yep. Now... You actually text a coach and uh, and come and see him, which is great, and then yeah. we, can, we can talk about the reasons why. And so That's they always true. know exactly where they sit. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, we're going well here, mate. Yep. Well, um, yeah, we're really confident. We've got a good group. Yeah. Um, we're really excited about the league being. Uh, restarting uh, one thing that's come out of this period is the relationship all the coaches now have um, mm-hmm. which we never had previously probably so um, you know my relationship now with three or four of the coaches is something I hopefully I can continue mm-hmm. um, and yeah I think I think it's just great for the for the Sturt footy club that we've got all our uh, our women under 18s reserves and league teams starting on the 27th of, uh, of June Terrific, Nath. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. Do we always love a chat with you and uh, appreciate you always making yourself available. And, uh, yeah, wishing you all the best for when the statewide Super League season gets underway on June 27. Yeah, what, uh, 
who do you reckon wins it this year, Zach? He don't sit on the fence. Mate, who do you reckon? Who have you got in your top two or three teams? Oh, yeah. Well, it's um, I'd say uh, it's hard to probably go against the reigning Premier. They've sort of, obviously, yep. you touched on Matt Merritt going there, and I think that was probably their key area they needed to uh, bolster up with a bit of backline assistance, yep. and they've done that done that nicely. Um, I think the real mover for me will be North Adelaide. I think they've recruited really well and they've recruited they've not only got um, guys like Hartung and Moore in with AFL experience but they've done well to get some local guys back. Obviously um, Kimmy LeBoyce, Cam Hewitt, um, Harrison Wig these sort of guys So, and I think they've still got that core crux of premiership guys from 2018 they just had a nightmare year with injury so I think North Adelaide will be a real key mover and then probably Nord for mine um, obviously they're not going to by the looks of it have Ryan Bastanak but um, obviously Richard Douglas makes a difference and um, they were there and thereabouts last year and um, managed to get you guys just in that really really entertaining elimination final so yeah probably those three um, I think will be around the mark. Hmm. Yeah I think the beauty with this comp as everyone knows is that You've just seen teams can win it and then finish bottom the next year and yeah. finals and win it the next year and yeah. I think every every club's going to give themselves a, a good good chance and the extra layoff will mean we've all got fit list so mm. yeah I think she'll be a really good comp so all good mate I best, uh, I best do some work all right I'll catch you later Nath good, good on you good to chat mate so, yeah. bye.